0: If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahati, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions 888 344 1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego.
1: You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahadi, and George Ullman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff
2: going on in your yard and garden.
1: Good morning, guys. Good morning.
2: morning, fellas. How
3: are we? Good morning. You I'm guys, good.
2: You guys stayed dry yesterday?
3: Nope. No. No. No.
1: no. We got no. we got pretty well hammered in Poway with that uh, storm.
3: Part, well parts of
1: Poway. Parts of Poway. Well, yeah. well, my house did. Yeah. And the, the nursery, nursery did. did.
3: The nursery certainly did.
1: Although it was interesting, I ended up driving into work late yesterday, and uh, you could just see the rain coming down in sheets over, look like Ramona Santa Isabel area. I mean, just just huge. Really.
2: Huge curtains of rain coming yeah. down. out Yeah, we got a little sky. bit of rain in, in yeah. Sarah Mesa, but it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. I mean, I would have not. A, when you sent those pictures to, I was shocked. I'm like, where are you? I, mean, I thought you, maybe you were in
4: Someplace where it yeah. rains. Yeah. yeah.
2: So now, now, I was. Yeah. Now
3: you have to explain when you said those pictures.
2: Oh well, just pictures of water running through his yard. Whatever.
3: So we'll <laughs> back up a minute. Did you get? <laughs> did you get? Uh, from the National I be... Weather Service talked about flood warnings yesterday. And I, whenever I hear that, I'm always curious where those flood warnings well, uh, apply to, whether it's the mountains, the deserts. I didn't know. And right
4: after we received those, I got a call from a friend up on Airmel Lane who wanted me to look because, you know, that's what I do and see if they needed to worry about flash flooding up in Ramona. And it didn't look like it because it looked like it was dissipating as it was coming down from kind of Palomar and another one from Julian. I didn't think anything about my house. However, comma we got some significant rain in the south half of the yeah, county. Yeah, you did. Um, there was the westbound lanes of ninety four right where it starts and becomes a freeway were closed due to flooding, and one of the local news stations reported that a truck came and hooked up its wench and took <laughs> a, and cleared the car. I didn't know we used those anymore, but great vision. That's what they reported. And this is not the first time that they have reported that. The same station, I think, they haven't figured out that there's two different words there. But I had, i must have been somewhere between 6 and 12 inches of water running across the lower portion of my property. And the mulch that it picked up from my neighbors and my neighbor's neighbors and in my yard. And then it got filtered through the fence and kind of took the fence down between my neighbors and me. Well,
1: like I said yesterday, it's a good thing you weren't home
4: yes yeah I, this is this is where he was when we last saw him officer yeah he was he, would he was he's
3: pushing the debris away yeah. from the fence so it wouldn't fall
4: it is you know i at first i was gonna smirk at you for that but it is totally true i would have had my galoshes on and i'd have been down there trying to do something and i would have been washed into the fence
3: so some parts of the county got some significant rain
4: i will be shutting off well i have <laughs> I don't have to shut off my automatic sprinklers. I currently am my automatic sprinklers, but I won't need to turn anything on this week.
3: So so some parts can keep their water off, the, the, but, you know, the, like when I drove up to the house last night after work, there, it was dry. We had some sprinkles, and that's like six, seven miles from the nursery, which got a lot of water.
4: And I, I normally complain about that because I'm in the dry section, and everybody else gets rain, and I didn't get any, and now I get to complain that yeah. I have a lot of mulch to clean up and redistribute
3: and... But you can keep your water off. And-,
4: and I can keep my water off. Yes. It's a good thing.
1: Yeah. So that if, if you were in an area that did get some rain yesterday, it would probably not be a bad idea to go and shut your sprinkler timers off for at least a week or so, I would say.
4: Well, apparently we got somewhere between a half an inch and an inch of rain in a little over an hour. And I guess it's got to go somewhere.
3: And your yard is just as good as anywhere else, I assume. Yes.
4: At least it didn't end up. The house at the end of the street. When this happens, they have a pool right where all the water accumulates, so now all the mud's in their pool. But I, I, I cleaned the, the mulch. You kept the the, the larger mulch debris is in out. My <laughs> fence, so so I did that for them. If That's what neighbors you, are yeah, for, right?
2: You put the filter up for them. Yeah.
1: I think it was uh, back in August. I think it was um, Melanie and I took a tour of the. Tour of the. Uh, Racetrack at Del Mar, and they were going over some of the history and stuff, and I and I completely forgot about this, but it was in, I think it was in 1980 when we had all the, oh, the, that really rainy, yeah. yeah, they the the fairgrounds flooded, they had three feet of water on the racetrack.
2: Wow, For, I, we, I, I get I don't even remember I remember I don't I don't remember I don't that remember either, that, but they, that. They, there's yeah. pictures
1: of it, and the, and the whole the whole track is completely underwater. Wow, yeah, I and that's. And it was right about that time that they stopped because there was a there used to be a tunnel under Pacific Coast Highway to get from the fairgrounds over to the beach because they used to work the horses on the beach.
2: Right. right. Yeah.
1: Well, it was that it was that storm that blocked the tunnel and that was the end of I don't, uh, them taking know taking horses over to the uh, to the beach to work. So yeah, because wow. they said the 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 trainers and the horses loved taking the horses over to the beach and letting letting the horses swim in the Right. Swim in the ocean and run around on the sand and everything, but yeah that 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 storm took out the took out the tunnel, and that was the end of uh horses wow. on the beach in del mar so kind of a interesting, interesting history fact story. that yeah, is, I did not uh, know that lost lost these days
4: I remember when that happened, and my recollection is just of the flooding of the horse park across the freeway from the racetrack. I don't remember. I remember them. I think they had to evacuate the horses from there. I remember the flood plain or the floods hitting that area east of the racetrack. But I don't remember. Yeah,
1: see, I don't. I don't remember the. I don't remember the flooding in Del Mar. I no remember. I. I remember it in in Mission, Mission valley. valley. Oh yeah, yeah, because it, it, it was insane. Yeah. yeah, it
2: was crazy. Yeah, from like one side of the from valley to the other side was just all water. Yeah, water it was, the was like
1: from road. from yeah. Friars Road to Camino Del Rio. Correct. Was, it's it was one, one way to clean water. it out, huh? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, let's see. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, we do have classes in both stores at nine o'clock in San Diego. It's going to be azaleas and camellias. Do you know
2: who's teaching uh, I believe it, it. Well, it's Olivia, Olivia. That's yes. right. You, yeah. yeah you had mentioned that. So, uh, um, way to go. It's Olivia. Well, it's yeah. Cause we, well, I, we I, hadn't decided he said, I
3: believe it's Olivia." No, but he he corrected it. You're
2: absolutely right. But uh, Olivia talked to me on Wednesday and said who's doing the classes well you are I said, "Oh, okay <laughs> don't so, yeah, you know <laughs> that's yeah, that's the only reason it's definitive now gotcha well done
1: and in Poway at 9 30 we have a special guest is going to be coming in and teaching a class Chuck McClung a former employee also a published writer is going to be teaching a class on creating a
4: shade oasis in your yard so that should be a very to and s- very good Chuck knows that he's doing his class, right? He does know that. Yeah. We
3: chatted yesterday again. Okay. He's going to bring some new books for us. He, As you said, yeah. a, a local author, he has the book on how to make orchids rebloom. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have some more of those in stock for both stores. Yeah, he
2: is an interesting fellow.
4: And he's he got, is very knowledgeable. he got so much knowledge Correct. stocked up in there. Yeah, very, very knowledgeable guy. So.
1: Nine o'clock in San Diego and nine thirty in Poway. Get there in San Diego especially, get there early to get a parking spot and uh,
2: you guys have coffee now? Um, no. No,
1: not
5: I, yet.
2: No, you guys are you guys doing that That's now? That's so sad. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yes, we it's are. Okay. okay. No, no. It's yeah. I don't know the proper COVID protocols, so we haven't There we go. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um this is also the last weekend you can catch the vermilion show at um, the San Diego Botanical Garden. and i highly highly recommend if you're looking for something to do go there and check it out because it is it is amazing do you
4: know what else this is the last weekend for
3: september september dang yes (laughs) so yes we do (laughs) yes okay
4: but i'm pumped yeah that was sorry yeah (laughs) i I didn't think you would know i thought you would fall for my
2: well david i would have
4: Okay, <laughs> but, thank you, Mark. I appreciate yeah, they're that. A little, they're a little. Uh, Mark's Mark's here for me. Yes.
1: There All right. Go. So yeah. Anyway, the the bromeliad show at the San Diego Botanical Garden is definitely worth going and and checking out. They they did a spectacular job with that.
4: Uh, let's see. I, so, I think Mary went back and saw it again this week, and she wanted to know what that special bromeliad was that we had been mentioning.
1: And you couldn't remember.
4: I could. It was the variegated. No, you can't
1: No, hieroglyphica.
4: Hieroglyphica, zero graph. Well, mine was a zerographica. You probably didn't see that one. No, yes. I probably didn't it, was the, it wasn't there. the variegated hieroglyphica, and I did take a picture of it, so I forwarded her the picture. I don't know if she saw it or not, but I did forward the
1: picture. Yeah, I don't know where. I'll, I, next time I talk to John, I'll have, I have to ask him where they came up with that because it, it,
4: it was a very rare plant. If you would like, we could go up there this week like just before the end of the show and I could distract, distract him slash them and you could put it under your jacket. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Abscond with it. No? Not going to happen. Okay.
1: That's what happened to the original one. So
0: uh, Seriously?
1: Yeah. The one that was in.
3: what? Was it? What, what is the, is there a common in, name in, for this particular? In exo-
4: the one that was in Exotica. Uh, it's a beautiful variegated.
1: Vericia Hieroglyphica Alba Marginata
3: but is okay. there a common name for it? No. Okay.
1: It's just a beautiful bromeliad. Bromeliad. Yeah. Yeah. Um very is- variegated. Uh Brighton. which uh, the 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 non-variegated one is probably my favorite bromeliad of all time. It, it's just a spectacular plant, but to find one that's got yeah. variegation on the margins like that is incredibly rare. And there when I was a kid, one of the books that I used to love to look through when I was at the nursery is um, a book called Exotica, and it's just a, it's like Tropica, the reference book that we right. have at the nursery, but it, it's all in black and white. And there was a picture of a picture of a uh, Varicia hieroglyphica Alba marginata in there, and I remember asking uh, Jeffrey Kent about it from Kent's Permillia nursery, and he said, "Oh yeah, that was in a botanical garden in Germany, and somebody stole it, and then word on the street was they killed it." So, oh, oh, it, somebody it, didn't pay it, ransom, it, so they oft. No, well, no, I think it just it. it well, he. he I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's. I don't think. You know, I should correct myself. I don't think he said they killed it, but he said that it. The word
4: on the street was that it had it had died, it right. had Perished. So, well, the the hieroglyphica has those interesting patterns in the leaves. I yeah, mean, they it, kind of a, look like hieroglyphics, and they kind of look like. I wonder if that has anything to do with its name. It
1: might. I don't know. It's a long shot, but it it might. But yeah, in the wild, those will get they'll get four feet in diameter. I mean, it, it's a it's a spectacular plant.
4: And the other, the big one that we have had that gets that big here was Vriesea imperialis. Imperialis. Yes.
1: Yeah. They changed the name. It's. Uh, that's all right. It's
2: like a, they should like, it's, like
1: al, <laughs> al, it's like Alacan. It's Alacantera or something
4: like that. Oh, yeah. al, yes, yes. Yeah. It's it, like the artist formerly known as Prince.
1: Yeah. See, so when when I first got into the business, there were there were only like three or four different uh, bromeliads, but now they've oh, it's huge. They've changed the names right. and expanded the expanded the species out quite a, quite a bit. So yeah, because it was it was Eg, Mia's, Barisia's.
3: Well, the little I can't even short
1: think. ones. The yeah, the yeah, I can't think of. That yeah, I can't, I can't. I can't. That's think of all it. right. Yeah, the, the, there were only like three or four. Now there, now there's a whole bunch of them. So, and then the uh,
4: and then they changed the names of all the new names as yeah, well. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, and then you know that bananas without a B or pineapples.
3: Yeah. And yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs>
4: You know, I did not know that, but now that you say that. It that, makes sense now, it doesn't makes, it? That's
3: <laughs> my favorite bromeliad.
4: <laughs> is I the think, banana is without the, a B or the, anana?
3: Ananas, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's funny, you know, as, as as much as pineapples are tied to Hawaii, they're not even close to being indigenous to the Hawaiian islands. They were all imported over there over the years.
3: Like were macadamia they,
1: nuts. They like macadamia so People right. think of
3: Hawaiians. I do. You think of Hawaii? I do. I, I do as well, you, but they didn't originally Chocolate-covered macadamia. nuts.
4: Yes, especially Mauna Loa. Exactly. <laughs> when when Horak would come back from his yearly <laughs> jaunt.
3: Or, or
2: Nani. Or Nani. Nani oh, brings them in. He brings them to oh, you too, yeah. as well? Yeah. I don't eat them anymore, but I still like looking at them and thinking about
4: them. <laughs> Every <laughs> time I drive up and down my driveway and look at my macadamia, I think of chocolate. No, I really don't. I don't even think of Hawaii. I think of the darn rats that are eating, eating, eating
2: your macadamia nuts. That's what I think yeah, of. I mean, yeah, that used to be a huge problem. And they it is. How get through those nuts is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Considering I can
2: barely get into them. No, it's so. the
1: truth. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this.
5: To the garden party they all knew my name but no one recognized me i didn't look the same but it's all right now i learned my lesson well you see you can't please everyone so you've got to please yourself.
1: and we're back with more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahadey, and George Allman. Um, just recently, we got some, I would say, kind of sad news just because there's so few independent nurseries left in San Diego anymore. But uh, Evergreen Nursery got bought out. I know. I heard uh, that. By Blue Moon. I drove or by. I'd moon, Blue, is moon. It Blue Moon. Blue Moon? Blue moon? Uh, no. No. Moon, moon Valley, Valley. Mo- yeah. Moon Valley. Excuse me. Yeah, Moon it. Valley.
2: There, are, um, there's always some sort of musical name that. Yeah, Blue Moon, Moon, yeah. Or Moon, Moon River. Moon, yeah. or something. I, do, I always get it wrong. Yeah. too. Moon Valley,
1: Moon Valley Nursery bought bought right. Evergreen Nursery out, right. and, they, and it looks like they bought um, all three locations.
2: That's when, you, yeah, you,
1: I, If you look at if you look at the website, um, yeah. Well, it, the Evergreen site is down uh, right now, and I actually drove by Carmel Valley. Or the Carmel Valley Road location yesterday, and it looks like they're still open for business as usual. But I don't know what they're going to do because um, Moon Valley's operation was completely different than what, yeah, right. whatever, whatever Green is doing. So, <coughs> yeah, so we'll we'll have to see. But it's unfortunate. There's a yeah. one I don't know. one less independent nursery. That's true in uh, San Diego now. So we wish them all the best. Um, what else is going on? We got. Got some oh the fall decor is a I know in Poway it's in in full swing right now, so if you're looking for stuff for your house or garden um uh, now's a good time to come in and
4: take a look at that you yeah. know last time we talked about bulbs, the majority of them had not yet arrived
2: had no they? but we're
1: no. I was gonna say we're we're fully stocked on them now,
2: yes, did you guys we still haven't gotten, I mean, unless we did yesterday, I don't know. No,
4: no, no. This is last week. Uh, the majority, We got the majority of what we were expecting in. But I did get an email, I think it was yesterday, from FedEx saying that something had shipped from okay. Washington, so we should have it by midweek, whatever we're missing.
2: Right. I know that, well, we, we did too. I shouldn't say we didn't get, I know we didn't get everything, but we did get, a lot, a lot of things. So we just don't have iris anymore. We have a lots of, lots of different things. Ranunculus freesias, all that. Yeah, stuff. ranunculus
1: freesias. A lot of the. Um,
2: yeah, narcissus. narcissus yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. You're right. I,
3: you know what I did this past week? I, what did you I, do I this past week? I purchased a fair number of bulbs from said bulb store in, in Poway, and I brought them home. Wh- which one? The one in Poway, Walter Anderson Nursery in Poway, Anderson okay. Court. Uh, yes. And I grabbed them, took them home, and actually planted them in the ground. I that's, don't know if you've ever you done did, that, David. You did what? I, you, yeah. you, you bring them home, you go outside, you dig a hole, and you plant them. Is that something you... Do, you the same you, day? In the very same day. You don't no. Do you
2: do bring them home, leave them in the bag. No, I have done that years ago, dust. and that's why I was so
3: adamant <laughs> that these were going in the ground when I get home. Otherwise, they'd end up in the garage. Like,
2: I, what's that bag over there? Oh... I remember that now. You go to touch yeah, them, and they it looks
3: like onion. It looks like the peelings off of an onion. That yes. you got. yeah, yeah. So no, I, I put them in the ground. It's I, a, I'm very proud of you. I, I'm proud of myself in this did case. You, uh, what type did you did you get? So, some some paper whites, some uh, King um, Alfreds, King Alfreds, mm-hmm. and some freesias. Did okay.
1: I, I? didn't see King Alfreds.
4: We we got King Alfreds in. I
3: think the. Well, I guess but, so. If you well, got no, them. Wait, no, wait. Now I take that back. They were the the yellow, not the King Alfreds. They were yellow.
4: Well, the. They're King Alfred types. They're probably the same, yeah, but it's Calif- California's. I think Perhaps they do so. better for yeah. here, but it's a a single trumpet, right? Yellow, yellow trumpet daffodil, one. which is King Alfred, been called King Alfred type, but
3: yeah. So those hey, they're okay, but in the ground, little bone meal. yeah,
4: way to go.
1: You know, it's amazing when you dr- when you drive out to Julian in the springtime. They're they're everywhere. I mean, they're. There's yeah. there's yellow daffodils growing along the side of the highway, all over, all over Julian. But we it, it wasn't that long ago that we used to sell bags mm-hmm. and bags of daffodils to somebody in
4: Julian. They, they used to come for. down and pick up a few thousand at a time every year at the end of the season. Yeah, um, but I haven't seen them for years.
1: Well, I I remember when I was a kid, we used to get King Alfred daffodils. By that crate, I mean, and it was a it was a wooden it was a right. it was like a three foot by three foot by one foot deep oh, wow. crate. I mean, they they were huge crates, um, full of King Alfred daffodils, and that that, that doesn't happen anymore. No, it, it, they're it's well, We mentioned unfortunate.
3: that we mentioned that last week. How yeah. it takes patience to put those in.
1: Well, you know the 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 one thing that's nice about. Like, the, like the King Alfreds or the or the the paper whites, whites. As you you plant them deep and I'm like six or eight inches down. You don't ever have to take them out of the ground. You no. can no. leave you can leave them there. And then if you ha- and you plant them at, at the at the bottom of annual color beds where you're changing out um, your annuals uh, right. during the season, Maybe. they're going to be one of the first things that comes up in the springtime. Is the daffodils or paper whites? Correct. Yeah, and you. You don't ever have to do anything. It's the truth. Kind of on cruise control there.
4: Yeah, the floodwaters did not wash my planted bulbs away. They were on higher ground, so they're safe. You mean in the garage? (laughs) No, these are the ones I planted. But that area, just one quick note, that area where I showed you the picture of the fence that was knocked over, Mm -hmm. that's where the water slows down and the, the sediment accumulates, and it croaked a... I used to have an orange tree right there, and it built up the soil underneath it over the years. Oh, when this girdle, would happen. Girdled it, and it yeah. girdled it. And I, I noticed it wilting a few years ago. And so, what do you do when you see a tree wilting? Well, you gave it more water. Well, water obviously. I watered yeah. it. And it still didn't help, so I watered it more until it was completely dead. And then I realized <laughs> completely there was about six inches of of sediment that had built up on the trunk the it. But
2: that, I mean, that's a good segue into other things. But the, the, yeah. That happens a lot. People don't realize it. And things do build up over time, debris and just uh, leaf litter and stuff like that that gets under your bushes and shrubs, and um, things die slowly.
4: Yeah. yeah. And then, and uh, clean. you know, you misdiagnose it, and you compound the problem.
2: Correct. I mean, yeah, you do exactly what you shouldn't do. That's what I tell people. Everybody that comes in, a lot of times, people overwater things because they see a yellow leaf, so they assumed, they assume it's just not getting enough water. It's like, well, that's not always the case, you know.
3: Until they drown the plant. Correct. Right. Well, Kill a lot of plants with excess love.
2: That's that's it. Killing them with kindness. You know, that's, that's that that should thing. be a band name. That's the, uh, that's the thing about,
1: uh, um, orchids and staghorns. Yeah. People baby them to.
2: Right, and again, not that they're, I mean, yeah, they, need, they they'll need a little bit of care.
1: No, they they need they of need course. a little bit of care. There's no doubt about that. But man, those both of those are are inc- orchids and staghorn ferns are two of the toughest plants. Correct. When you look at where they grow naturally, uh, it's it's just amazing. So right. yeah, we we tend to. Uh,
3: and so when you're a lazy gardener, you can get away Careful. with this. Because I, I have a beautiful staghorn underneath a, pe- a, a California pepper that was a small little cutting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my hand is up with like a <laughs> three-inch diameter <laughs> circle. little cutting that's probably three, maybe three and a half feet wide right now. And I water it like when I read, like, oh, I probably should give that some water. And that could be three, four weeks. Go down there and give it some water. it 's the truth. And it's yeah. thriving.
4: And, and the bigger the mass, once they begin to develop mass – the less often you have to water right. them, because so that whole mass right. stores lot, yeah. water. Right, right. They take care of themselves.
2: Oh, the yeah. the one we have in the tree, the elm tree in the back. I mean, that thing is. Remember, we put that, or you put that there? Was it you that did that? I don't, I don't think so. Oh god. Oh, maybe it was JP or so. I mean,
3: it was like,
4: you let somebody else put a staghorn in your tree? No, no,
5: no
3: I thought no, there no, were no, only no. two that people that in Walter Anderson oh. authorized <laughs> to touch
4: no, no. staghorns. Oh, oh, oh the yeah. one in the receiving yeah. area. Receiving no, I don't think I did.
2: But I think it was JP. But that thing's got to be. I mean, it's huge, huge. Yeah, And yeah, we don't. They I mean, big. I guess it might get. Why? I don't even. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody water it. I'm sure we get water. Well, I don't know that
4: the big ones in Poway get water. They, they, they do. do. When They're and bad. when they don't, you can tell. Right. I mean, for an extended period of time. Right. But they tell you. They show their their signs of right. needing water. And you water them, and they come right back. Yeah. It's it's the that, truth. Yeah, they do. So I, I
3: thought your dad can. Walter and and David were the only two authorized staghorn fern surgeons at the at the nursery.
2: Yeah, that's true. Now <laughs> that's an, well, actually, Olivia helps Walter today. Yeah, she's gotten uh, she's in charge of that now.
1: Yeah, well, it, she does. I well. was going to say, Rich, oh, Richie, Rich, yeah. Rich, used to yeah. do it, and then yeah. and Katie did quite a bit of it. That's too. true too. Yeah,
2: yeah. So back in the days gone by, back in the day.
1: Um, I was wandering through the store yesterday, and I noticed in the house, in the house plant department in Poway, we've got some nice um, coffee plants in oh. for the first time. I was going to say I in, don't think in a we, while. We, I haven't seen any in a while. The yeah. ones we we had some that were about three feet tall. Oh wow! And it's and regardless of the fact that it's a coffee plant, it's a it's a nice looking plant. It's, oh, a, it it's, a, it's plant. a it's a beautiful really plant. It's
2: a really yeah. pretty plant. Glossy green, yeah, it's beautiful. It's
3: yeah. pretty easy to grow as well.
4: And, and just for the record, harvesting the beans off of a tree and popping them out of their skin and chewing on them is not a pleasant experience. I remember. <laughs> is it was like eating an uncured olive? I don't know. It's just, yeah.
3: I have a, a bowl full of, of the fruit that I'm supposed to be roasting and I haven't gotten to it yet. Let's see how it turns out. Well,
2: remember? Well, I, my, my first experience with coffee plants is the one you used to have back in the day day in your backyard there. Remember? That thing was huge. It's still there, but yeah. I, I don't think it's alive. Oh okay well yeah. <laughs> then is it really there?
4: It doesn't make a sound if it falls I don't think but I I'm not sure. I'll have to that I'll thing, have to that take thing a look. Gorgeous.
3: It was well, yeah. past tense apparently.
4: Do you remember that that came from Pacific Tree Farms yes. when he was unwinding right. when he was done way back in the I'll have to look. I think it well it might have something to do with sprinklers and irrigation it could and be. manual and not. Right. They like water i hear. Yes they do. Okay.
1: Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ if you want to give us a call 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back with more right after this.
5: garden party, they all knew my name, no one recognized me, I didn't look the same, but it's all right now, I learned my lesson well, you see you can't please everyone, so you've got to please
1: yourself. And we're back with more garden talk on here. KCBQ and KPRZ and Ken Andrews, along with David Ross, Mark Mahadey, and George Allman. We were talking about coffee before the break, and you know, as beautiful a plant as it is, and they will they will flower and produce beans, but if you think you're gonna be able to grow your own coffee supply, probably not gonna
4: happen. Not what uh, a certain musician and farmer in our north county would say to you, farmer, farmer. yeah, like the, your backyard gardener guy isn't going
3: to. Yeah, really- but one, yeah, one plant's uh, not going to w- give you. Yeah, you one
1: know, one, right. one one plant in the corner of your
4: living room is not going to supply you with coffee for the rest
3: of your but, life. how much were well, yeah.
4: they selling the Mraz coffee for at the La Jolla something coffee shop in Bird Rock? Two hundred dollars a pound. It was. No, I think it was more than that. Really? Yeah. It was. I'll, I'll look it up while we go on to something else. But I'll get back to you on that. It was a significant amount, and they sold out very quickly.
1: Hmm. That, that's amazing. It really I mean, is. I, but, I, I mean, I, but, I I like coffee, don't get
2: me wrong. Yeah, but, yeah like the yeah, next guy. But uh, $200 I mean, a pound.
1: Not that kind of coffee. Not that kind
2: of coffee. Better be laced with something. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. But that got me to thinking yesterday, seeing the the coffee plants in the store. So I went out and walked through the community section, and we have –
4: Four ounces was $199, and they are sold out.
1: Four, four ounces, so that would be...
4: Multiply eight, it by
1: four. That's $800 you know. a pound. Yes, sir. Wow.
2: If you can wow. get that, that's a good gig.
1: Yeah, that's...
2: No
3: kidding. Maybe, maybe that you, pays for maybe, the water. Maybe you can. Just about. <laughs> that, 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 that covers just, the water. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is locally grown, which is kind of neat. It is. Yeah. Okay, now you may continue. I was
1: going to say, walking through the camellia section, I noticed we have um, tea Sin. camellias in stock. The sinensis. Sinensis. Thea, Thea sinensis, or camellia sinensis, right. uh, which is actually a pretty, I mean, if it doesn't have salt burn on it, it's a Correct. pretty, uh, pretty neat-looking plant. Yeah. If it's I, not ugly, it's neat-looking?
3: I have yeah. a few, and I, I think they're gorgeous plants. And they flower. The camellia flower that's on there is much, much smaller and... Right.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. about the size of a, a fifty a quarter, fifty yeah, cent piece, yeah.
3: somewhere around there. Uh, have you white. made any tea? Either I do. I, green, tea, I green tea, just green tea. I've never done the black because you have to oxidize it and all that. But the green, I just let it dry for a day or two and make green tea, and it works quite well.
4: I would assume you do not like tea, period. No, like. no, I like tea. Yeah, I probably like tea better
1: than coffee. It's just that coffee is so much easier to deal with. it's, yeah. it, it's always it's ready. It's yeah. like lunch meat. It's always ready. Yeah. It doesn't.
2: It's the truth. <laughs> yeah. I like tea also, but I. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'd rather just coffee. Does it, it quick. taste
1: good? Tea? tea? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. I think so. Yeah. 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 Okay. So tea with a little bit of bee barf in it. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. Well, if you put enough stuff on it, any. No, no,
1: it's fine. It's fine without it. I used to drink. I used to drink iced tea like crazy. I, well, I like green tea it's a great deal. No, un- I, I ne- get un-
4: unsweetened. Tea? No, I never got See, never I, got I, sweet tea. No, I would like liking... sweet guy. I mean, I. A sweet tea? Sweet. I would liken the taste of tea, I think, to how you enjoy the taste of beets. They're just okay. kind of like... You don't starch. like it? No, no. I, I, I think it's... So it's, when we well, say well, that, are
3: you speaking of black tea or green tea or any tea in general? Because there are well, differences the, there in there
4: are... Sure, he only... It's just tea. Just... It's all tea. It doesn't tea. matter which tea It's all tea. Yeah. Okay. And unless you put a ton of honey in it... Right. I think Perfect. you called it something different, but <laughs> we'll go with honey... Or you make it taste like something else, which is just then it's water with some sweeteners really? in it. Until you make it totally something else, it's not that exciting. Um,
3: I would disagree.
1: Yeah, I would too.
3: Especially, especially, please, And then yeah. out
1: in out in the in the herb section, as I was wandering around yesterday, um, we still have one five gallon yerba mate available, which my son, my youngest son Blake. He loves yerba mate. So does mine. He just thinks it's yeah, awesome. Same with Thomas. So yeah. So I so I bought him the gourd and the bombilla or whatever it is. The, the whole yerba the mate. The whole yerba mate kit. Because <laughs> so, yeah. there's a whole thing you do to make it. Yeah. And so he made some up and now that I will tell you tastes like dirt. Okay. I, I, I'm not because it didn't I, have bee honey in it. Or it's bee honey. Vomit. Honey. It's bee it, vomit. Yeah. I, it did not. Well, it it, <laughs> it 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 didn't do any. He he loves it, but uh,
2: it just it, no. Thomas is a, makes kombucha, which I I mean, but he's a, he likes the herbamante and all that stuff.
1: Well, Blake got into Blake got into the whole kombucha thing for a while too, and man, once you see how they make it, you don't ever want to drink it. Well, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I Says don't. the man who
3: was talking about lunch meat being available <laughs> at any time.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it was. Uh, who doesn't like
2: a good lunch meat?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I remember way back in the day when they used to have the Del Mar Grand Prix and up at the racetrack right um, They were getting ready to run the feature re- running the feature one year and uh, one of the drivers in the, uh, in the GP prototypes, which was the, that was the feature race, was a race car driver named Willie T. Ribbs. Uh, he was the first African American ever to qualify at Indianapolis. Oh wow! And this was before that happened. And they were going down the starting line, and they were interviewing all of the drivers. And they stopped by and they asked him and said, "Willie, are you ready for this race?" And he just he said, "I'm like lunch meat. I'm all ready I'm always ready." <laughs> <laughs> so I love. I will that. never forget that. It was uh, It was. It was pretty cool. And I think that was. I think that was the same year that he, he qualified at Indianapolis. So very cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty neat. If you. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to go down to Chula Vista, where Suzanne has been waiting. Good morning, Suzanne. How are you?
6: Just fine, thank you. Glad to hear you on the radio
1: again. Well, thank you very much. What can we do for you?
6: I have three huge white pomeria trees, and I have clay soil, and I the leaves are yellowing. And I just recently did put some... Uh, pine needles around them and i drip water them so that they get the soil but i don't know if i should put but anyway the the leaves are yellowing more on the north side than the south side
4: it's time yeah it's the end
6: of the
2: season for it sounds like if they're huge trees it sounds like you're doing everything right so i wouldn't really change much um
6: I mean, but they've never been this yellow before. This soon, and I know the leaves are. You've even said to to pick them off at, like in December or so. Well, they theoretically they'll fall
2: off. You shouldn't. Even, I mean, you can certainly go out and pick right. them if you want to. But um,
6: how long has
4: it been in the ground?
6: Yes. Oh, maybe thirty years. Uh, oh,
4: okay. Well, I wouldn't worry about it at all. It is possible that it may have needed a little bit more water sometime during these last month when we had some of the heat and it got a little bit of sunburn right but did you get any rain yesterday yes okay don't worry about it shut off your sprinklers and the cool nights are going to shut them down very soon the nights are already beginning to cool so the moisture that's in the soil from yesterday's rain should be all that will they will need to carry them through till the end of the year and into next year
6: Okay, so I don't water them that often, and then I don't water from November to spring. You're onto it.
2: I that sounds
1: you're about right.
6: right? Yep. You're, sounds like you're doing everything right. And if, if you've kept so, I love these trees like my children. <laughs>
1: no, you know, if they if they've been in the ground for 30 years and you haven't killed them yet, I think you're doing everything right. Exactly.
6: <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the okay. call, Suzanne. Have a great okay. weekend. Okay. Thank you. Bye. If Bye-bye. it ain't broke,
1: don't fix it. Yeah. Exactly. That's pretty. That's yeah, that's a pretty it. impressive track record it, to keep. It a, is. A, we don't keep need a To create problems, yeah. yeah. No, to no, keep right. plumerias alive in clay soil for thirty years, yeah. You you like you've, you you've got it dialed right. in. You you yeah. you know what you're doing.
4: Do you know what I would submit to you? That the clay soil isn't as clay as Possibly. we might think because Correct. they have not rotted out during the winters down there. But that's we're perfect. Yep. Yeah. She's on it. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Uh, we're going to go back to Chula Vista where Alan's been waiting. Good morning, Alan.
5: How are you? Morning, guys. Doing good. Oh, it's fun to listen to you guys on on Saturday morning. Well, thank you. Um, hey, I heard you talking last week uh, toward the end of the show about Farmer Roy, and I think he was at the nursery last week, wasn't he? One of the nurseries. That is
1: correct. He was in the. He, at he's the been Poway at a store. couple of times in the last week. I, I've seen. No, he yeah, yeah, taught not, a class. He oh, last Saturday. he taught a class last correct.
3: Saturday. Yes. Yep.
5: Right, and I just I just couldn't make it. I was so disappointed, but I wanted to ask if uh, if his operation it, it's a rest home, isn't it?
4: you it's you, a memory
5: uh, care facility. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Is is it open for people in the public just to come and see his operation? No.
4: Um not right now with uh the hey, ongoing COVID right. situation they don't want extra people coming on the property, but just outside the property is a community garden um that you might be able to visit. But if you want to I'll check with him this week and give us a call next week and I'll let you know. Or call me up at the nursery. This is David. Call me at the nursery in Poway during the week and I'll I'll see if you can visit the the community garden off the, you know, at the edge of the property.
5: Oh, that'd be great. And it's in Poway, correct? Yes. Okay. Do you know the name of the facility? It is
4: Cadence at Poway Gardens and it is right near, uh, kind of behind uh, Pomerado hospital, uh, hospital. Yeah.
5: Okay, wonderful. There's another facility down in National City. I haven't checked that out. It's been on KPBS. It's some kind of an educational facility for children. It's called Olivewood Gardens. And we've been by the place, and I just kind of glance as we go by, never stop to really see what's going on. But they have some kind of a gardening operation to teach children how to to do it. Yeah, Um,
1: that's one I'm not familiar with. I know there's another one that's off of Pomerado Road at one of the schools.
5: The Braxis. Oh, Braxis. Braxis, Braxis, Braxis has the a, a an excellent a program. Huge.
3: Tremendous yeah. program yeah. going there.
5: Yeah. And I noticed some of the schools down here in the South Bay are doing it also, like the, uh, a couple of elementaries. They have a, a garden on the property. And um, I, I think it, it's probably for teaching kids because it's not open to anyone else. But uh, anyway, those those are interesting operations, especially for children.
1: Yes, they are. I think it's a, I think it's a great start to, to give kids um, –
2: understandings of what, know, what's going on. And, yeah. yeah. And,
4: and also the delayed gratification, you know, it's especially in today's society where everything has to be right now, getting kids into planting a garden and watching the progression and being able to harvest at the end of the season is a, a wonderful thing.
5: Yeah. yeah so I, have nice. a, I have a neighbor next door. It's a high school teacher. And, uh, he got one of those little, uh, kits from home Depot or someplace. It's like, a um, Two, it's on two by four legs, and it's a little planner and he's been working with his kids on it, and uh, so it's just interesting to watch.
1: Yeah, it. it I, I think it's a, it's a very uh, very wholesome activity for kids to get it to get Correct. into.
5: Yeah, it is. Yeah. So I'll call you next week and. Uh the garden party they all knew my name no one recognized me i didn't look the same but it's all right now i learned my lesson well you see you can't please everyone so you got to please yourself
1: and we're back with more garden talk here on kcbq and kprz Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, We are, now that we are in fall, we are in full swing for fall vegetables. As a matter of fact, Mel and I were walking around last week, uh, walking through the vegetable section, and the color pack sugar snap peas already have edible fruit on them, edible pea pods. Did you harvest any? Yeah, we did. Excellent. Yeah. Um, So, and... Yeah, peas are peas are a winter crop um, they're super easy to grow they grow like weeds um, and they're incredibly good I mean just go yeah. out, pick, pick them, them pick them right out of the, yep. it's the pick them right out of the garden and eat them um, but also the other thing that you can plant right now too is sweet peas for the spring and we have the our little mix of sweet peas that we've been selling. early
4: multiflores.
1: that we've been selling for well, yeah. I, I actually won an award at the Mission Valley Garden Show with those back in the nineteen sixties. Got my picture in the paper. And really? Yeah. If and I
4: recall correctly, at the Mission Valley Shopping Center, where the yeah. dragon hanged used where to hang, where the dragon
1: used to be, <laughs> yeah. and that giant copper fountain, yes, which is now all sadly gone as well. Um, but yeah, if you if you want to if you want to get um, if you want to plant sweet peas now is the uh, now is the time to get, to get them get them going as well. Correct. Uh, we're going to run down to Chula Vista where Bob is waiting. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you guys? We're good. Thank you. What's up? I have a plot in the Sweetwater Community Garden in Bonita. Uh, this, earlier this year, I grew uh, sweet corn, and when I was harvesting it, of course, I had some corn borers. So now I've got the glass drum dent corn growing for the fall, and I, it's just starting to tassel, and I'm wondering if there's anything I can do to prevent the uh, corn borers from getting to my glass gem corn. You know, I grew corn this year for the first time in a long time, and when it started to tassel, I went out, and I sprayed spinosad on them. and I didn't have okay. any. I didn't have any problems with them. Uh, okay, I, I had some issues with uh, with. Kernel production because the pollination wasn't that great, but I didn't have any didn't have any problems with with uh, corn earworms um, on it, and that was just and I just went out and sprayed the sprayed the tassels with spinosad, and that seemed to. Okay. I, I mean, I, I'm assuming that's what what did it because it, I I didn't have yeah. Any it's problems
3: listed with it. if you if you read the integrated pest management, it speaks about spinosad or BT.
1: BT, right. and then the other thing that as people, a dust though for the BT. Pe- well, people, people used to use um, mineral oil too. Right. Um, Back
4: in the day.
3: As they like to say. Yeah. Do you have BT
4: dust at Point Loma? Because uh, I, don't, I don't, do we, do I haven't we, seen do we have any dust BT in dust? In we,
3: we had it a uh, while we, back. I've not yeah. seen it lately.
4: You know, I was, I was thinking about BT dust, and it <laughs> reminded me of what we used to sprinkle. Do you remember the dust we used to sprinkle on the tassels of corn for earworms? Chlordane? Well, I, no, seven. <laughs> seven. Oh, seven, uh, seven you know, right. Used yeah. to be great, and yeah. now it oh, isn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would I would use um, I would use spinosad or BT on them. Just spray the tassels, and I think that should take care of it for you.
4: You're using tassels, not
1: the silk, or the silks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, we're we're talking about the same thing. We're using different words, but yeah, we're talking about the same thing. Okay, I appreciate it. Okay. Enjoy. Have, your, I, I really enjoy this. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Have Thank a great you. weekend.
2: You too. Bye. Take care.
3: And speaking of IPM, IPM actually does speak about mineral oil, still using it. If you put a few eyedropper fulls just as the silk or tassels start coming out, yeah, it could be effective uh, just doesn't as well. Seem, I, I yeah.
1: just would, I, would I you, find it amazing that it's that effective when you can just go with a spray bottle of head right. and give it a shot, and it's going to stick
4: around for a while because it's translaminar, don't it's, you know? He likes to...
3: He loves, yeah, you have to set him up. I do like being teed up. Throw that that. softball up there.
4: Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Do you want to just quickly or slowly say UCIPM and remind people what that is?
3: University of California. That's a cooperative extension integrated pest management. Uh, Yeah, very useful site. The amount
1: of information that they have on that site is
4: mind boggling. It's. And we agree with most of it, which makes for it for the even most better. part. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's, yeah, yeah. It's a good go-to. Well, I, what I notice is that the three callers we've had are from Chula Vista. Chula Vista are we I only Vista. broadcasting south.
1: That might be so. where the tower is. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure.
2: Well, I know it's not in Ohio. Did are they listening? <laughs> I I haven't. Yeah, I got my phone off, but I'm, I'm assuming they're listening. Okay. So.
1: Oh, I saw something cool out in the uh, native plant section. I for some reason now I always try to. Keep an eye on what's going on in the native plant section because there's there's some neat stuff that comes through there every once in a while. We had some penstemon, baccara Diablo red, and to you look at the flower and you say, okay, yeah, that could be a penstemon, but you look at the foliage, it looks like a giant baccarus. It doesn't look anything like a penstemon. Oh, really? At all. So it is a
4: kind of an oaky leaf, kind of, or? Kind, of
1: a, kind of an oak. Oaky yeah. looking leaf, kind of an ovoid leaf with serrated edges to it. Um and it they call it Diablo Red. It's not really red. Um it's more of a, a dark pink. But it's it's a pretty neat looking plant. I was I was surprised. I guess it, it, if, if somebody had walks. told if somebody had told me it was a penstemon, I would have said you you're, you're yes, crazy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Leaf.
4: But yeah. I am so proud of you, Mr. Anderson. What? getting out to the native section and talking positively about them it's it's well, a special it's i'm they, i'm tearing up because they they
1: for so long the the only natives that were available were yeah nothing i mean they just they, yeah i if it, if it wasn't if it wasn't a toyon or if it wasn't a Bruce. or a, yeah. um freemontodendron
4: i mean they they just yeah. What well, about let's the, not leave out Cynothus? Well, but right?
1: even at that, I mean, see there were lush, there, there were only glossy like, green but there leaves. Were only, there were only like two or three. Yeah, well, one upright,
4: one down, and yeah, one in the middle. Do we yeah, need any more this than that? Well,
1: well, we we, we have a lot more
4: than yeah, that. I know oh, that. I mean, there's, there's a growth habit for every situation, oh, they're,
1: and they're they're beautiful plants. They're, I they're, agree. I'm you know. just well, I'm, and it's like the it's like the manzanitas. I had no idea that there were that many manzanitas. You go to if you go look. If you want to see what's available as far as native plants are concerned, go to the Musa Creek Nursery website and look at what they grow. It's it's incredible. staggering. They have a lot. It is, yeah. it is staggering how much stuff they grow. But this is
3: a perfect segue because next Saturday in Poway at 930, we're having a class on native plants. Are we really? We are so Host, we'll be great up, hosted, hosted by Shirley. By, all right. Who is our native? I, I call her the Native Plant Goddess. She knows a ton about native
1: plants. She probably knows more than I. She's you know, probably
4: forgotten more than I know.
1: She knows a lot, yeah. so
3: it's going to be a good class. A week from to, uh, today at nine thirty. And she always
4: plants. brushes up on her native plant knowledge out on the trails.
3: Right. Well, and she brushes up from us sending her stuff when we're on the trails. If That's I recognize true. some, yes. I see what something I don't recognize, I'll shoot her a, me, a picture. Me,
2: you know. me too. Yeah there's definitely but, something to be said for that
1: but yeah musa creek musa creek grows just an unbelievable amount of stuff and uh, and we, we carry it we we well we, car- we carry a large fraction of what they grow but,
4: but anybody can go to musa creek nursery's website and look at what they show available on their retail availability and they can order them on their website to be picked up at, either of, at either of our locations, so Correct. anything that's on there, if you're looking for something in particular, can be and, and paid for at the store when and, they pick yes, it up. So right. Yes, right. we do
2: stocks you some of their stuff. I a mean, lot of them, a lot of yep. it, but not all. <laughs> we
4: we did quote a Beeler Creek restoration project that they had everything that they needed. You've been
1: listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with another hour next Saturday at six o'clock. We look forward to joining you then. Have a great weekend, everybody.